friends, our, our, our online community, as well as those that are present here and those that are listening uh, in the many various ways through technology. We'd like to say good morning to all of you. We thank and praise God for all of you. As we were forestating that um, the, we, the ministry here has uh, partnered in with other companies and churches and businesses uh, and sending out a tractor-trailer load of goods and supplies uh, to the Bahamas, we thank you for your giving. Uh, we thank you for your online giving. We, uh, we pray that everything will go well. Now, this morning, we want to uh, uh, embark upon um, our message this morning, and it stems from the word that was given on Wednesday night. The first place we're going to go to is in the book of Acts, uh, chapter number 14, and we're going to look at verse 27. Now, on Wednesday night, uh, our lesson stemmed from the great door, the great door. And today is, is part two. It will be the open door, the open door. Um, whenever we go about to do anything that is good uh, and that will allow the Lord to, to shine and to, to be glorified, we can expect some attacks from the adversary. I didn't realize until Thursday uh, midday how important and how serious this word was that was given on Wednesday, talking about this great door. There has been some doors that's been opened uh, to this ministry and those that have partnered in. Um, and God said to me on Wednesday, prior to Wednesday, he said the word that was going to be given on Wednesday night was an in-house word. And Thursday, when I came over to the church, we had already we had purchased some signs before because someone took the original sign down of House of Destiny that was the one that was on the road, one by Highway Number 9 on the highway. And so we waited a while, and we went back, and we, we purchased the signs again. And come Thursday, I happened to just drive by brother call and the signs was gone again amen so somewhere we've really attracted some enemies that they do not like what god is doing through house of destiny i want to give you a a, a review of what we discussed on wednesday to bring us up because god has set a great door be, before this house a, a great door and because he has set a great door before this house then we have many adversaries. And even the things that you do, uh, whenever you, you're doing things for the kingdom, you can expect for the enemy to show up. Now, the first thing we want to look at is Acts chapter number 14, looking at verse number 27. Just want to teach this morning. Just want to teach this morning because I want to make sure that we get and we get the understanding of what's really happening now, Acts chapter number 14, verse number 27 says, And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith hmm, unto the Gentiles. Now, we have to understand that what's happening uh, right now in, in the body of Christ, the door of faith has been opened. And when I say the door of faith has been opened, now is the time to be able to go forth and witness. 
Now is the time to be able to share the word with people that do not know Christ because God has opened that door. And they opened this door to these people who are looking for an answer, not knowing that God is the answer. And because God has opened the door of faith for all of us to be able to witness no matter where you go, wherever it's on your job, whatever is in the supermarket, wherever it's, whatever setting you may be in, right now that door is open, the door of faith. Go believe him. Go, because God said right now that door is wide open. All you've got to do is open your mouth and God will speak for you because he has opened the door. He has opened the door. Those lost friends that you have, those lost family members, those lost relatives, begin to go ahead and impart into their lives right now because God has opened the door. Give your testimony. Share your testimony. We were at a, at a, at a gala in, in Columbia, South Carolina at the MC Suites on Friday night. And not knowing all the people that were sitting there at the table with us, the one young lady began to share her testimony. And never met her before, but because that door of faith is open, she began to share how God had raised her up. The doctors had given her up and told her she was going to die. There was nothing else they could do. And so she said to, she said to the doctors, that's your word. That's not God's word. And because she had a very rare disease, a very rare disease, they said medically there was nothing they could do. And so once again, she said to the doctors, she said, that is your word. That is not God's word. She said, by his stripes, I am healed. And today she's healed. She's testifying. She's going around sharing the gospel with different people to let them know about the power of God. See, the door is open right now. The door of faith is wide open. Somebody said, well, I don't know what to say. Don't worry about what you say. Worry about what God's word says. He said in that very hour, he will give you the words to speak. He will speak for you. If you go in faith, watch people come to Christ. Watch people's lives change. Amen. Because there is a great door, a great door that has been opened to all of us. We just have to go into that door. Now, the next door that God has given us is called the door of utterance. Let's go to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter number four. We're in the New Testament. We're going to be remaining in the New Testament. Colossians chapter number four, verse number three is the verse that we're going to look at. Colossians chapter four, verse number three. Amen. Because we've been really been praying, praying, praying for God to open some doors for, for us to be able to speak. Now, verse number three in Colossians chapter four says this, with all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance. That means to speak, to speak the mysteries of Christ for which I am also in bond, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Here Paul has been praying that a door would be opened up for him, a door to be able to speak, a door to be able to, to speak the mysteries of Christ. Right now, that door is open. What happened with Paul, Paul's name means to be restrained by the word. 
He was in a place. He was in Ephesus. The word Ephesus in the Greek means desirable. It was his desire to see these people come to Christ. They had been worshiping an idol God. They had been worshiping the God Diana. That's who they believed, that, that, that was their God. And so what God was doing, he was tearing down that, that, that spirit of darkness, opening up the door in order for Paul to go in. He goes in, and he begins to witness to these people an opportunity that he had been long praying for, been praying for. So even right now, we have to pray and ask God to help us and get others to pray with us that that door would be open and, and we would be bold enough to speak. Amen. Because some folk, excuse me, some people are too timid, right? Can I get a witness? <laughs> some people are too timid. Oh, I, I can't do that. Well, the God that's within you says you can do all things. Through Christ, come on, somebody help me. All things through Christ that strengthens us. So we we have that spirit of boldness because we have Christ that lives on the inside. So tell tell timidness to go back to the pits of hell from whence it came. Amen. Because God did not give us the spirit of fear. He gave us one of power, love, and a sound mind. So we are able to go out and minister and witness. Somebody said, well, I'm not a minister. God didn't say you had to be a minister to witness. Amen. You just go out and tell somebody about Jesus. Right now, that door is open. It is wide open. It's a great, great door. Now, the next thing we want to look at, and this is this here was kind of going blow us a little bit because we get excited when we we hear that God has opened doors and we're able to move into those doors and and do some things for the Lord now let's go to first Corinthians chapter number 16 first Corinthians chapter number 16 first Corinthians chapter number 16 Paul is talking here now remember this whenever all these great doors are open when these great doors are open, you got to expect the adversary to show up. Have to expect, and I guess I guess it took me by surprise on Thursday when I came over and realized that someone had taken down those signs again. And I mean, it, they were not blocking anything. Uh, they weren't in the way of anything. It wasn't on anyone's. It was on property, but uh, it was by the scrub the scrubberies. So there was no grass, anything to be mown. To be molded, that was nothing like that. But yet the enemy is angry. That's why I said this is an in-house word. The adversary is angry about what God is doing. You do not find a, a, an organization or a, a church organization or a, a small group of people that is able to do what they do uh, with the limited resources that we have. Amen. And so when that takes place, that means God highlights uh, that place. And because we are highlighted, that means we are attracting more adversaries, more enemies. And, and that's what's going on right now. We are attracting some, some spirit of darkness because they do not like what's going on. This is the second international uh, load that we have sent overseas. Now, we've seen uh, numerous of loads during the hurricane season from state to state. We've done that. But we also dealt with a tsunami, and, and we dealt with some partners called Fame World. And at that particular time, we received two tractor trailer loads of medication. 
And what we did, we drove all the way to Indiana, Indianapolis, uh, on New Year's Day. God is good. He knows the right timing. It was New Year's Day. All the ports for checking the trucks, they were closed. So we were able to go straight through because we didn't have the proper paperwork. <laughs> we didn't have the proper paperwork. But, but God was so good, he opened it up all the way from the point A all the way to the location we were, we were able to get to. And that went all over the world, all over the world, to all those different countries that had been affected by the tsunami. So, so now God is saying, now, Brenda, tell the people, you've got to be watchful. As we celebrate what God is doing, he said we also need to be watchful. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter number 16. 1 Corinthians chapter number 16. Are we there? Still dealing with this great door that God has opened up, that he has opened up for the body of Christ. Amen. Now, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 16, looking at verse number 4, it says, For a what kind of door? A great door, an enormous door, a magnificent door, a huge door has been opened to this house. So whatever you do, you, you, you will be doing it in greatness. You'll be doing it in greatness because the door that has been opened up, it is a great door, enormous. I mean, we cannot fathom in our minds the door that God has set open or set up for this house and those that are connected. Amen. Not only is it a great door, but it is also an effectual door. It means it is a powerful door. It's very powerful. And God says this to me. He said, Brenda, that door is also a portal. That portal is a portal to heaven. Right now, for, for whatever reason God has so desired, we have tapped into the divine. There's a portal from here, from earth, right into the divine heavens. And because that portal is open, there is no telling what God is going to do. There's a portal there. There's a portal. And can you imagine, you know in your mind that you communicate with God, you're in his presence. But to be able to enter into the access of heaven. I mean, calling those things that are not as though they were, and they literally show up. They show up. There is an open door in the heavens right now over all of our lives. Not, not just the house of destiny as a corporately as we're operating together, but individually that door has become open. It's open. You can go in and out, call those things that are not as though they were, and God will bring those things to pass right here on earth. I, this, oh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. The, the, the spirit realm has released divine favor upon all of our lives. I received that one because the Holy Ghost dropped that one. Amen. I receive it. Amen. It's up. Whatever you're about to, oh, I hear you. Whatever you're facing in the weeks to come up, understand that God has opened a door and that door is favorable to your life. It is favorable to the circumstances that's in your life that's going on right now. You, you go in faith and you go believe in God. Why? Because that door is open. It's open. What are you asking God for? What are you seeking God for? 
What is it about the Lord that, that, that you desire in your heart for him to do for you? He says, that door is open. It's open. It's open. But then he says, because that door is so powerful, it is powerful, then the God says this. Now, he says, but you got to understand something. He says, even the door has been opened up. He says this. Mm. And there are many adversaries. There are many adversaries. That means there are some enemies out there. The more God do for you, the more God uses you, the more God elevates you, the more angry the enemy gets. The enemy gets angry when you promote it in the spirit realm. When he, when he promotes you and then what's manifested in the spirit realm makes known itself in the, in the earthly realm, in the physical realm, the adversary gets angry. Because when you're promoted, that means God is promoted. Because you're going to be lifting up the name of Jesus. He says there are many, not just a few. I go back again to the signs. I go back to those signs that says house of death. Just a directional sign that gives direction to the church from the road. That was not bothering anybody except the dark world. Something is taking place in this house and in your lives of all of you that got the enemy so stirred up. He is literally afraid. He's afraid. What's the significance of a sign that only gives direction to a church? However, it's more than what we think. Directional, because it's given directional not so much of this physical building, but directional to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The moment you decide to start witnessing on the job, all hell will break loose. Amen. The moment you start witnessing on your job, all hell is going to break loose. Amen. The moment you begin to witness to people and tell them that they need Jesus Christ and you're trying to, to lead them in the right direction, all hell will break loose in your life. That's the adversary. That's the enemy. Because he wants to keep as many people hostage as he can. The Bible says there are many adversaries. Let me give you what, what God gave him, me. He gave me. He says, anytime... We find ourselves standing before a rare door of opportunity. There's a door of opportunity that's been opened, okay? People with impure motives and jealousy will appear on the scene. People that has impure motives, let your mind take a flash. People that has impure motives, and jealousy will show up at your door. They'll show up. The very moment that that door, and this, this door that's been opened is a very rare door. It doesn't come to everybody. It doesn't come to everybody. But because you're standing right before, and the, and, and the most amazing thing, the Word of God said that that door was already open. It, doorways are meant to have access to go in and out. You have to put your hand to the, to the knob and open the door. This time, you don't have to do that. The door is already open because God opened the door. Amen. God opened that door. And people that are, anybody got some people jealous of you? 
They, they look at you and see you're doing good. Amen. They, they see that, you know, God seems to be blessing you. Amen. And seem like your life seems to be going in the right direction. And, 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 and people will get jealous, not even knowing you may still have problems. You still got issues. But they, can be, they will be jealous of you. People will be jealous. Don't stand up and, and, and share your testimony with anybody about how good God has been to you because what happens, it brings light to the Lord. The darkness gets angry, and next thing you know, you out on front street taking some shots. You're taking some shots from the adversary. But there are people, oh, I hear The Holy Spirit says there are some people that have some family members that's jealous of them. Family members that are jealous. There are some people in here that God's saying they've got some close friends. But are they really close? (laughs) Are they really close? That's jealous. That's jealous because of the anointing that God has upon your life. Because of that light, that, 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 that thing that sits around your head and that, that, uh, that, 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 that people look at and they see something different about you, they've got, you've got family members that's jealous of you, jealous of the things that you're doing in the kingdom, for the kingdom. Now, because you're speaking positive and not negative, there are people that are literally jealous and they have impure motives. Be careful who you, I hear your Holy Spirit, be careful who you allow to be in your inner circle. Make sure your inner circle is just like Jesus, James, Peter, and Paul. He only had three. He only had three people in the inner circle. Only three. Make sure our inner circle is small. Because that's always in a leak. Amen. There's always in a leak. Amen. So you want to make sure your inner circle is very small because sometimes we will confide in people and next thing that you know, that which you have confided is everywhere else, coming through somebody else's mouth and coming through somebody else's ears. You want to make sure your inner circle is very, very small, very small because people are jealous. And one thing they want to do, they want to steal the victory that God has given you. God has given this house and the people of God in this house, he has given us victory. He has set an open door before us and I tell you it is enormous. And we had some situations um that took place. And there are some ministries in our last uh uh episode of uh, delivering tractor trailer loads we was going down to texas and uh last year in the last hurricane uh we sent a tractor trailer load down to texas and we posted some pictures uh, uh on facebook and uh we did some dvds and we sent it out to those people those churches and those businesses that that had partnered with us and that helped us in that effort and some of the blankets that, that were donated, we were able, uh, they were, the ministry there in Texas, they were able to go on the streets and where people had become homeless. Not by homeless, by, you know, by choice, but through the storm. And they were handing out those blankets that were sent through House of Destiny and its partners. And there's a lot of other things we, we had, we had um, uh, put there. And we also did toys uh, for those people in, in Texas for the children during Christmas time. So all that was posted as well. 
And people at that time, they, they gave a generous, a lot of churches gave generous contributions. Well, this time, this time, this time some of those same churches that was so generous the last time, and even though this situation is more grave what has happened in the Bahamas, more grave than what had happened in some of the previous hurricanes, all of a sudden they decided they weren't going to give. Amen. I, I spoke to some pastors and some, some leaders, and, and, and they were, oh, yes, we want to do, we want to help, we, we will do whatever's needed. Well, lo and behold, when it came time to, to do that, uh, they didn't. And, and so I said, well, okay, God, I can't worry about that. God says, remember, Brenda, the door is open. The door is open. All of a sudden, people, companies, uh, other ministries that, that you always never meet began to donate, my Lord. They're talking about pallets and pallets and pallets of stuff. And, and, and I said to an individual, I said, um, what you need to do is, is ask your congregation to, and tell them the situation and then allow them to, to be able to give. Because what had happened, the, the, the leaders of the church had decided on set them out. They, they decided on the amount that the church was going to give. They made the mistake of asking the people. And when they asked the people, they came up with a large amount of money. And so all of a sudden now, these same folk have become an enemy to we they have become an enemy to us, or we have become an enemy to them for no reason. All because we are helping people. We are helping people, but that is not the way of God. So you'll find that whenever you're doing whatever God uses you, that there will be people that will become your enemy that used to be, question mark, your friend. Used to be your friend. But when they see God, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. When, he's, when they see God highlighting you, when they see God highlighting you, then all of a sudden things changes. Things changes. It's not about this ministry. It's about our God. It is about our God. So we have to expect now the, the adversary, these enemies, to show up. Now, our last, last uh, uh, verses, we're going to go to the book of Revelation. I just want to teach this morning. We want to talk about this open door. The book of Revelation, chapter number 3. Because the door that, that the Lord has opened for us is a very powerful door, very powerful door. Revelations chapter number 3. Revelations chapter number 3. You have to remember what God is doing. You have to remember what God is doing and what he has done. That door is open. It's open. That door is open. It's open. Now, Revelations chapter number 3, and we're going to begin reading at verse number 7. We're going to begin reading at verse number 7. Verse 7 says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these things, saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I found something very, very interesting. Very interesting. Now, the church of, uh, that was in Philadelphia, I learned this by research. I learned it. The church in Philadelphia was a small congregation. 
Isn't it amazing? God will lift, list them with the seven churches of Asia. Wasn't they huge? A huge congregation. What was it? A huge, huge place. But it was a, a, a small group of people. But Philadelphia, the word Philadelphia, that means brotherly love. They were known for their love. One thing that I can say, and my son-in-law says it best, House of Destiny is known for its love. It is known for its love. It doesn't make any difference who you are, where you come from, what your background is. God doesn't care. All we're required to do is to love. We are just like this small congregation that, that we love people. It's, a, it's about love. Uh, and a lot of times people, you can go into a church and you never will feel love. You, you, people don't generally care. But here we care about one another. We are, what they say, we are family. You know, <laughs> we are family. We are family. That's who we are. Families, yeah, do families fall out? Yes, sometimes they do. But family always stays together, no matter what. Family is there. But here we are known for our, our brotherly love because we truly love one another. Then it also goes on in this particular verse, and it begins to identify the one that is speaking. He's holy, talking about God. He's true. You can trust what God says. If God says that door is open, a great door, expect that door to be open because it is. He cannot go back on his word. He is truthful. He is faithful in what he says. And then he says he has the key of David. And because he has the keys, the Bible says he that he openeth and no man can shut it. I don't care how many signs they take down. Hmm. I don't care about how many signs they take down outside. Because God says he's opened a great door for this house and for the people of God in this house and our online communities, all those that are listening, God has opened a great door. And no matter what you do, God says you can't shut it. You can't shut it. The door that God has opened for this house, man cannot shut it. No matter what man does, he cannot shut it because God is the one that opened it. Oh, boy. And I had to be reminded about this word. I had to be reminded first because first my, my, my heart sunk when I saw them signs going again because I can't even remember what we did before that all of a sudden, you know, the, the signs was disappearing. And now all of a sudden here we back at that same place again. Who in their right mind would take the time to get out of their, 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 their car or if they're walking, who in their right mind would go and take a sign from church property? The sign is not doing anything except standing there, but yet it's doing more than that. It's advertising our Jesus. It's advertising our Jesus. But, but no matter what they do, no matter what they say, they cannot stop what God has done and is doing through this ministry. God opened this door. We don't have the, the money. We don't have the enormous people. We don't have all of that. But what we do have, we have God. We have the Lord on our side. We have God on our side. I don't know if anybody's more excited than I am. I don't know. But that's what we have. We've got God on our side. We have the Lord on our side. No weapon 
formed against us will prosper. It didn't say the weapon wasn't going to be uh, formed because the weapon will be formed. The adversary will form the weapons. But it can't prosper. Whatever's going on in your life, you've got Jesus in your life. Whatever weapon has come up against you, it cannot prosper. Because it can't go against the word of God. Mm-mm, no, no. There's a great door, a great door that has been opened up for this house. There's a great door that's been opened up for each one of you in your lives. A great door, a humongous door, a huge door. And can't nobody shut it. Nobody. All of a sudden, we've been praying about Sunday work and people having to work on Sundays and mandating. All of a sudden, people are all calling in and texting, Sunday, Sunday, I got to work Sunday, I got to work Sunday. Got the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Can't stop nothing. He can't stop anything. Because God has opened the door. And no man, no man can shut it. You know what keeps this doors, these doors open? Brotherly love. The love that we have for one another is what keeps it open. Now, looking at verse number 8 in Revelations, chapter number 3. Verse 8 says, watch this. God says this. I know thy works. There is nothing that's not hidden from the eyes of God. God said, I know your work. I know what you're doing. I know your heart. I, I, I know how you care for others. I know about the things that you do in secret. God said, I know your works. Everybody may not know what you're doing, how you're helping and, and, and dealing with other people and speaking a kind word and, and encouraging people. But God says, I know your works. I know your works. I know them. I know them. The little things that you do that you may think that does, matter, does not matter. God said, I know your works. I know that too. I know that every hair on your head. He said, I know how many you got because I put them there. He said, I know your works. I know your works. And then he says this, I have set before thee an open door. It's a season of openness. An open door. God said, I've said it. It is in place and no man can shut it because the door is open. God said, I've said it there. I've said it. He says, I know that works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man, no man, no man, no man can shut it. And look what he says. For thou hast a little strength and have kept my word and has not denied my name. The reason why this open door has been set, this open door, he says it's because when he talks about little strength, he's not talking about weakness. He's talking because you're, you're small in number. He said, I see that. He said, I see that, Bernie. He said, I see that. He said, but I'm opening this huge door. And the reason why, but not only because you're small in number, he says, because you kept my word. We've kept the word of God. He said, you kept my word. And once we keep the word of God, it gets God's attention. And then he says, and we have not denied his name. We have never denied God's name. All the things that God has done in our finance committee, we, we know what kind of money we got, right? We know. 
We've never denied, and even the things that God has done and is doing and his greatness and the things that the Lord is allowing this house to do, God said, you have not denied me. We've told people it's God. They ask, well, how do you all do what you do? How do you get all that stuff? We don't have a, a cookie cutter where you can, you can make a, 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 a light cookies, you know, something like We don't have a pattern set. We don't have a pattern where people can go by to do what we do. All we know that it is God. I can't stop emphasizing that enough. It is the Lord. So whenever God do things in your life and you know man has come up against you and you know man wants to destroy you and everything that you represent, you know that God himself is doing some great things to keep our heads above water. Dr. Mel and I, sometimes we talk about, we get, get tickled. We talk about how sometimes we seem like we're on life support. Y'all know what life support is. You know, it's, it's almost like you're going out. But every time we think about how God just come right back and he opened that door and he makes things happen on the behalf of, of the people of God. He keeps the doors open. He keeps the lights on. He keeps the air condition going. He keeps the heat going. I mean, God takes care of it. That's how we know that is God. It, we don't have the monies to do what God is doing. There's no way. There is no way that we could do what is happening in this house, how God is using God now. God, I'm both, the Bible said we, can, we should boast on God. We can boast on God because God is the one that's doing all these things. I'm, we've been doing it for years and just a, just a small amount of people. But it's God. But he says, I've set that open door and you have not denied my name. Some people will take the credit from God. Y'all do know that, right? I had a, I was in a conversation the other day with somebody, and, and they were talking about, you know, what uh, this ministry was doing and how they were. I got kind of tickled because I, I kind of looked at it, and I shared a little bit on a Wednesday night how they were, uh, some leaders was putting some shoes, clothing across the podium down there, you know, down the altar. And they were laying out clothes and laying out shoes and having the congregation to come down and get get them some. You know, if you in need, come on down and, you know, get your tennis shoes, these Nike tennis shoes, high top. I don't know the name of them things. All I know, they're all made from the same thing. Amen. They just got different names and people are crazy enough to spend the money. That's all that is, you know. We better wait till they go on sale. Amen. Because they will go on sale. Amen. And, and, and they were coming down and one little fellow, he didn't know. Um, uh, the name of him, so they decided not to give it to that individual. But that was a young man that was 13, and he knew the name. And so what he did, he he received those shoes, and all that stuff was laid out. And the uh, person I was speaking to, they were so excited about what they saw because they were clothing and everything. And I said to them, I said, well, that might be all right. However, the Scripture says that you don't do your arms before me that you do them in secret, that your Father in heaven that seeth will reward you openly. So right there, they had gone against the Scripture. They had gone against what the Word of God says. God says whatever we do, we do it, we do our arms, we do it in secret so he can reward us openly. It's not about us shining. It's not about that. It's, it's about the God that lives in us to shine. Amen. 
So, so you, we got to be careful not to take credit for what God is doing. We have to be very careful. You know, uh, help me, Lord, help me. Okay, all right. Now, verse number nine. Verse number nine. We're almost done. Verse number nine. Revelation chapter number three. Verse nine says he says this. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, hmm, which say they are Jews and are not, but they do lie. He says, Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. God says, I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. That's basically what he's saying. I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. Those very ones that's been against you, God said, they're going to come to your feet. That's what the word of God says. They're going to come to your feet. And then they're going to recognize the fact that God loves us. He loves us. He loves you. It doesn't make any difference what the enemy does. Now, it doesn't make any difference what the adversary says. God loves us. Sometimes our greatest enemy is our own selves. We will tell our own selves that God doesn't love us. That's our number one enemy, ourself. But God loves us. He loves us. He sees our heart. He knows our heart. He understands. But but God is going to make our enemies become our footstool. They, they're going to be right there at our feet. Amen. Then the last verse is verse number 10. Verse 10 says, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. Sometimes when you're going through, you don't feel like keeping God's word. Now, I'm just being real. Amen. He said, Because you have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. In the very hour of temptation, God says he's going to keep us. And, and this thing that's, that's coming up against the world, God says, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to protect you from that situation. Whether we realize it or not and understand it, um, our world is slowly, I, I take slowly back. It is sliding, it is sliding on a downward path. And the thing now, and the reason why God says not only that, that door being great and open to go ahead and start witnessing to people is because soon and very soon things are going to come to an end. And it's important because all I can say is, as my mama used to say, Going to hell in a handbasket. Now, I don't know what that means, but that mama used to say that. That's what she used to say now. And, and when you look at it, that's what's happening within our world. It's, it's what's happening. It's so important. But the main thing God wants us to know is there has been a great door that's been opened for us. And can't no man shut it. God opened that door. So whatever it is in your life, Whatever you've been desiring, whatever you've been seeking for, that door is already open. Go in faith because the door is open. Let's give God a hand clap of praise.